Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Welcome back to That's the Point podcast, our special Thanksgiving episode, Chris. What do you think? Oh my gosh, I'm very excited for today's episode. Yeah. Can you believe it's Thanksgiving week? No. Genuinely. I'm so excited. It's one of the best weeks of the year. It is the best week of the year, I would say, for the holidays. Now I'm realizing I do gasp at a lot of the things that you say. We both are like, what do you call it? Reactive. Yeah, we're reactive, but we're like toxic gaspers. Yeah. Like we can't help it, but it's like... This <gasps> this podcast is revealing things to us that about we, ourselves. Exactly, that we never knew. That we never knew. And now on any of my social media, if I say cozy or literally, or now the new one, do you know what the new one is that we say too much is? Oh gosh, what? Vibe. Really? That's the new one people are saying that okay, we say well, too much. We create a vibe. We have a vibe if you're on this podcast. And we're designing merch that says literally cozy vibes gasp. That's the point. That's the point. Imagine. We really should. <laughs> we should. Uh, so last night we were at your house for a Friendsgiving. That was a great night. No, it was like the best night this year. Truly. It was just such good food, such good friends. Mm. Oh, it was just, you know, one of those nights that you'll remember. Yeah. Kristen had all the candles lit in her house. She had flowers out. It was like chef's kiss. It was chef's kiss. I I did want to make it feel like extra special this year. You like did. I wanted to like set the table and do all the things that just make it feel a little more we're probably an hour into it and we hadn't actually started dinner yet, but Kristen comes up to me and says, am I being a good host? But I was actually recording her. I said, yeah, you're being a great host. Well, anytime I host, I feel nervous. Like I'm always very, um, conscious of like hoping that everyone's having a good time and everyone's taken care of that yeah. it, it almost like makes me feel a little bit stressed out because I want to make sure everybody's good and having a good time <laughs> so I've really tried to lessen that part of me because sometimes I'm like Kristen just enjoy chill out just be present you yeah. don't have to be psychotic about cleaning up and making <laughs> sure everyone's cups are filled exactly but you ha I, I think know. you have a better balance now, but I yeah. think everybody, when they're hosting, they have a little bit of a anxious, like, stressor where they're wanting to make sure everything's good the whole night. Well, my mom listens to every episode, so now... Hey, Cece. So now I feel like I can't really say all the things that I want to say <gasps> about, like, grow like childhood and making say fun it. of my mom because she's like triggered every every time she comes to my house after listening to the episode she's like i just gotta say one thing and then i she, can't believe you said that Kristen. she's like Kristen, i didn't i'm like okay mom yes you did but okay mom you have to admit that growing up my mom is the southern hostess with the most of course she has to be she is she's where I got my love and and desire to have people in my house and cook for people like a hundred percent that was my mom but she did have a lot skip over this Caroline yeah. mom skip ahead exactly 30 <laughs> seconds she would she would get absolutely manic on the day of Thanksgiving really? or Christmas because every year it was on her to cook 
for our entire family that and extended family too. Yeah. Which now that I'm older, I 100% see where she was coming from. Right. But I feel like that has also passed down to me where I'm like, this house needs to look like no one's ever stepped foot in it. It needs to be perfect. <laughs> you know? So I'm really trying to like see that in myself and, and try to not be that way. Exactly. I have noticed things about my parents that stress me out that now I'm doing at mm-hmm. my age and I'm like, oh, no, I, I can't do that. Yes. That bothered me. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to do it. And it's the same thing for all the good things that made us feel the best. Like my mom and dad made the holiday seasons so incredibly magical. And now looking back, I'm like, that was all them. My dad getting on the roof and and sprinkling raisin bran for the reindeers to come eat at oh night. Like my gosh. they did the most. Yeah. So I'm my parents are the best. And mom, I'm not trying to say that to offend you, but <laughs> she did get really stressed out. Every parent does. So yeah. yeah. That's their prerogative. They're hosting like five hundred people. That actually brings us into what we're gonna be talking about in today's episode after our life updates, of course. Of we're gonna course. be talking all about Thanksgiving and the holidays, how to be a good host, how to be a good guest, and also the Thanksgiving food must-haves. So we're going to get all into that. But we haven't actually podcasted in, what, has it been like two Two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. our episode with Ashlyn that went up last week was pre-recorded. Thank you guys for all the love on that episode. Ashlyn's the best. She's the best. And And um, I have a disclaimer. Can I step in for a second? Oh, please step in, John. The amount of hate I have received this week from all of my sweetest That's The Point podcast family, not realizing that we recorded this as our second episode ever, Mm -hmm. which came out as our ninth episode, are coming at my throat for saying 30-minute episodes. Deservedly. Deservedly. (laughs) (laughs) So Jess, I I had to make a public apology Mm -hmm. and a public announcement that John did not know what he was talking about. I retract every negative word I said about the minutes. Yes. And I want to give an hour plus to all of you for tuning in. So in that episode, John said we were having the discussion of how long should the episodes be? Because it was our second time we had ever recorded. Yeah. And so John was like, what did you say? 20, 30 minutes? Yeah, Seems 20, good 30 to me. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, if we don't go over an hour, we are canceled. Exactly. You didn't know nothing. And now think about this. Imagine when one day our our podcast is sponsored and we have ads. Our podcasts are going to be like an hour and a half. Five hours. Oh, my goodness. It's like Culver's. <laughs> we talk about Culver's actually sponsored. Oh, shoot, Chris. What? We were going to wear our Culver shirts. <gasps> Dang it. Guys. No, no, I'm not wearing my Culver shirt on the podcast until they pay until we get that bag. Okay, that big fat bag of that burgers. That bag of not fries and burgers <laughs> and extra crispy salt fries. The bag of money. <laughs> the big kidding. bag of money. Let's secure it. Culver's has given us more than money could ever. Give joy. Us. They've given us true joy. Oh, that brings me to actually a life update that I forgot to write down. But I'm, this is my PSA. You know how you just did one? Okay. This is mine. Yes, queen. Go for it. We have become, especially me, it's like I've mm-hmm. become <laughs> the CEO of Culver's in Reviews. people's eyes. CEO of Culver, Culver's Review. No, no. 
they think I'm the CEO of Culver's <laughs> or they think I'm the head chef in the kitchen because every single one of my friends has gone to Culver's yeah. and they send me these lengthy reviews of the things that could be changed, the things that could Hysterical. be better. There's too much lettuce. The cheese wasn't melted enough. The fries could be way better. I, I'm not going to crave this. I'm like, take a step back. I am pregnant. I love Culver's, period. <laughs> Why am I the one that you're giving your order complaints and Yelp review to? Exactly. I'm not putting the lettuce on your burger. Right. And I understand it's like I've hyped it up. Pop off. I've hyped it up myself for me. Culver's to me is everything. <laughs> I'm not saying Culver's to you is everything. Right. But, but every single one of our friends, you know who you are if you're listening, sends us nasty, scathing, <laughs> scathing Culver's reviews. I will say only two of my friends have been and that they didn't love it. Okay. Okay. And I will say those people by name. Joe Volk, John's brother. <laughs> Who is also our podcast editor. We love him. He just had a newborn baby angel. But he hates Culver's. And Lexi went. I knew Lexi was not going to love it. I knew she wasn't. She That's me, Christian's like, sister-in-law. Yeah. She texted me. She was like, we're going to Culver's. What do I order? I sent her my order, of course. Of course. The double butter burger with extra crispy fries and a side of salt <laughs> and a root beer. The amount of times I have texted that to people. <laughs> I know, I'm just like, They're like, what do I get? I'm like... Oh my gosh, I've te I literally have copied and pasted it probably 10 times. Yes. So, you know, she was like, it was good. I'm not going to crave it. Well, it's just so funny because people think they have to tell us if we're right or wrong. Uh -huh. And they love to say that we're not 100% right. And I'm just like, you know what? I, uh -huh. we, what was Cezanne's official review? She loved she it. She, well, she was like, there's too much lettuce. Yeah, but Remember? she did love it. Okay, but she did love it. Yeah. Okay. okay, but I just had to put that out there like... If you, as a grown adult, you, I'm talking to the podcast listeners. Okay. Go to Culver's. Yes. By our request. Yes. Just know we're not in the kitchen. <laughs> I am not on Culver's board yet. Yeah. One day I will be on the board of Culver's. Me too. But also shout out to Culver's. They did send us a PR box this week with a bunch of Culver's goodies and we loved it. Yeah, we got... we. Unboxed it on our Patreon account, so all you Patreoners know. But we got T-shirt, we got a water bottle. Water bottle. Did you ever figure out how much the gift card was worth? Fifty bones. I was hoping a hundred, <laughs> but fifty each is pretty good. <laughs> and they gave us a cribbage uh, board. Oh yeah, James was playing with that for a yeah, long time. It was really sweet. So thank you, Culvers. Yes, thank you. We hope to secure a bag sooner than later, but in the meantime, we'll take the gift cards. We'll take all the gift cards, honestly. Yeah. And if y'all don't want to go get butter burgers, don't worry. We will. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll hold down the fort. Yeah, exactly. Well, speaking of Joe and my new little niece, that's one of my love life updates. <gasps> one of your love and life updates. Truly. Lennon Marie Volk was born. Oh my God. Gosh. November 9th, she's a little angel. She's the cutest thing I've ever seen. I know, she's so cute. And you're going to have a little girl in oh just a few gosh. months. I know. I was holding linen and I haven't been, I haven't held a newborn in so long. Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is going to be happening soon. Totally. Honestly, I forgot how 
cute and and just just innocent newborns are. They're just sleeping and they're just angelic. They just make life like, oh my gosh, just like having a little newborn. We walked in the room and Lennon was just laying on the couch in her little onesie and their Christmas tree was up and Beckham was watching Miss Rachel Beckham's their almost two year old toddler. And oh, it was just cozy. It was so sweet. And Jessa, my sister-in-law crushed labor two and a half hours. She got to the hospital at 8, 10 p.m. and basically flew her out by 8.35. No meds. No meds. She is the queen. She was already too far along to get the epidural. Yeah. She was telling me the whole story. Oh, my gosh. She is. I was like, Jessa, if I were you, I would be texting everybody about (laughs) how I deserve a trophy. Yeah. Truly. I hope Joe gets her a push gift. (gasps) He better get her a push trophy. Oh, wait. I think he... Yeah, he is. He is. Okay, good. Yeah. So congratulations, Joe and Jessa, my new little favorite niece. But all of them are my favorite, so... Of course. You can't really say that because you have many. Exactly. Anyway, so my niece was born. I went to Dallas this past week for my black tie wedding. Mm -hmm. Remember? Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Had a Mm -hmm. great time. Fun celebrating with a bunch of people in a black tie, you know? Of course. And then what else? Oh, I've been doing a lot of uh, Christmas gifts at the Pottery Studio. Oh, I wonder what my gift is going to be. You'll just have to wait and see. I'll see. But that's been really fun. And I've just been putting holiday music on, going to the studio a few days a week and just working. Still haven't been invited. You're welcome to come anytime. I don't need to invite you, okay? How will I know that you're there? Well, do you want me to tell you when I go this week? Yeah. Okay, and then you can say yes or no. Okay, perfect. Yes. But it's the type of thing that I just kind of go impromptu when I have a few hours. I know you're an independent king, but I would like to join and have my hand in a little clay, too. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but that's kind of it for my life updates. Really? Yeah, well, I mean, between Culver's... Friendsgiving, my niece being born, black tie, pottery. I am getting ready to go home for the holidays um, in just two days. So, wow. Yeah. And we can talk more about what your Thanksgiving this year will look like once we get into the meat of the episode. The turkey meat, would you say? I don't think I liked when I just said meat of the episode. Yeah, it was kind of bizarre. (laughs) Okay, well, let's hop into my life updates because I have some fun ones. Good. First of all, we we already know it's book month. Right. The book is coming out. My book, Growing Seasons, is coming out November 28th officially, which is just so insane. It kind of feels like the birth of my baby. I can't really... I can't really believe it's happening Mm. and people are going to be reading my book and like having it in their hands soon. Next week. Oh, it's kind of nerve wracking. No, but it's good. It's so good. So So I wanted to give you guys some updates because I was telling you guys some tentative dates about live events, sales, blah, blah, blah. So I have a list of fun things coming up for the book. Oh, good. I don't even know all of them. I don't think you know any of them. Oh, wow. Oh, yes, you do because you're in one of them. Great. Okay. There is a flash 25% off sale of my book, which never happens. Books a Million reached out. What? I know. What? Oh my gosh. They wanted to do a flash Black Friday sale with my book, 
25% off is probably the most it'll ever be on sale. So I wanted to tell you guys, it's going to be on the 24th, books a million only, and it's only going to be for 24 hours. That's Black Friday, honey. Did you know that? I was guessing, but I didn't want to say for sure. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's Black Friday. Okay, Black Friday yeah, yeah. sale at Books a Million, everybody. <laughs> um, but I think 25% off is the most it'll ever be off. So if you want to get Growing Seasons for some people as gifts, it would be such a great gift, honestly. It's a And I'm not gift. just saying that because I wrote it. Yes, you are, but it's fine. Okay, I am a little biased, but <laughs> it would be a perfect gift. So that's on Black Friday. And then... This is very exciting. I'm doing something called Talk Shop Live. Have you ever heard of that? Never. It's basically like an online live event. So it's going to be like 30 minutes to an hour. Cool. People can come join. And this is where you can buy a signed copy of the book. Where so, do we go? Where do we go? Tell us okay, all the details. I actually don't really know. <laughs> I'm going to put it all on my Instagram story. But I know that it is on... This is... This is actually not the right date I just said. It's on the 29th of November, the Talk Shop Live event. Okay. And it's at 6 p.m. Eastern. Okay. I'm going to have all this stuff on my story, but this is where you can get a signed copy. I just signed like 300 little book thingies to put in the book where it's signed. So that will be really nice. Was that fun? That was actually so fun. Did your finger get I a little... I felt like a pop star. You did? Yeah. Oh, congrats. Some of the copies, I put a little heart. Some, I put a little flower. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, and then some just got my signature. Wow. But that will be really fun. We're just going to talk all about the book. You guys can ask questions. It'll be kind of like an Instagram Live, but just like a little bit more formal. Okay. And then the 28th of November, me and John yes. are going to be live at Barnes & Noble in Brentwood, Tennessee. And we'll have the address and everything and the time, but we're going to be doing, I'm going to be doing a live book signing. That is so, so fun. So that's good. That's like the number one live event that's like planned book signing. Be there, give you a hug. Yeah. Talk, chat. And let's just say, if you want me to sign your book, I would mm-hmm. be more than happy to. Honestly, I took all the John photos. would love that. <laughs> I would love it. I just can picture you loving to sign something. Oh, yeah, because I love penmanship. So if you want a beautiful signature in your book, just come over to me after you get done with Kristen. It'll look better, too. Just walk a few inches over to John, and he'll (laughs) give you a signature, too. Exactly. But that'll be really fun. So if you are a podcast listener, which you are because you are listening to the podcast. (laughs) Good. (laughs) And you're in the neighborhood on the 28th, come join us. So that's all my book updates. But I have some more updates as well. Please Can go. I continue? Please continue. Okay. We put up our Christmas tree last night. I have some really sad news. Okay. Okay. Prepare yourself. We cannot find any of our Christmas decorations. Zero. You're kidding. We found the Christmas tree that, remember, me and you bought last year at Home Depot? Yeah. We can't find our box of ornaments our cute little felt banner, anything. I've looked in all of our storage places. We've looked in the barns. Did you look upstairs in the barn? 
We lo- that's where the Christmas tree was upstairs. Because I feel like I put stuff up there last year with Marcus. I know he said he went up there and there's nothing. Shoot. So it's really sad because I don't have any Christmas stuff and I'm like, well, what the heck do I do? Do I smell a Christmas burglar? Do I smell that the Grinch stopped by at our house this year? Yes. I'm very sad, though, because I had some really special things that I had gotten over the years. And remember, I had also left all of our Christmas stuff in our L.A. attic, our grow and stow tree. Yes. And then when we went back like a year later and stayed in there in the Airbnb, I went in the attic and I got all of our special ornaments, like (gasps) our first Christmas together ornament and all that kind of stuff. That's bizarre that you sold your house two years later, stayed in it as an Airbnb and grabbed your ornaments while you were there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Good I was for like, you. Don't worry. I'll leave the tree, but I am taking my special ornaments. Of back. course, they're yours. But I don't know. Maybe we'll find them. I'm going to do a deeper dig today. But the Christmas tree is up. I hung some little wreaths around and oh, I'm just so loving good. it. James insists that we have the colorful lights on the tree instead of the white. That's sweet. And you know that kind of hurts me because I want the white lights. Yeah. But anytime I turn it to white, he goes, no, mama, color. Aw. I remember only wanting color as a kid, too. Yeah. So anytime I have the white on, I get I get really scolded by James. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I have a few stories that happen to me about just... Crazy people, because crazy people just flock to me, I feel. Okay. Okay, so let me tell you what happened to me a few (laughs) days ago at the gym. Okay. (laughs) I I look at the gym schedule because our gym has classes all the time. So there's only certain times that like the big empty workout studio is not in use. So I made sure to go when it was empty to do my little workout program. So I go in, I'm like, okay, good. The class doesn't start for an hour. So I get all my stuff set up. I'm in the corner of this. When I tell you this is a massive gym studio. Mm-hmm. It, it's like a gymnasium vibe? It's a gymnasium okay. vibe. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> it's a vibe, baby. <laughs> it is a vibe. So I'm in there. I'm in the back right corner of this massive studio. I have my water bottle, my purse, my mat down, all my weights I'm using. And I'm like, I would say 15 minutes into my workout. And this lady walks in, which is fine because I figure, oh, she's going to use the room to work out too. But she keeps walking. I'm looking. She keeps walking closer and closer to me. And I say, yes, because I can tell she wants to say something to me. She's like, are you in the bar class And I'm like, no. I was like, the bar class doesn't start for 45 minutes, right? And she was like, yeah, yeah, it starts in 45 minutes, but this is my spot. (laughs) She says that. What? She goes, it doesn't start for 45 minutes, but this is my spot. So I'm going to go ahead and put all my stuff right here. Ew. She has the audacity to put her mat touching my mat. No, it is not. You're exaggerating. No, I'm not, John. I'm going to tell you exactly how it happened to play by play. She puts her mat touching my mat. She goes, I just love this spot and I want to reserve it. (laughs) She puts her water bottle at the front of my mat, not hers. And and she starts stretching on her mat. And then I go like this. I'm just so flabbergasted. 
I just say, okay, I guess I'll move then. And she goes, thank you. I move 10 feet down, down the mirror strip. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just stretching. La la la. Ew. Isn't that just rude? You're freaking pregnant, dude. Are you kidding me? I'm freaking pregnant. I'm in the middle. I have all these heavy weights that (sighs) I had to move all of my stuff. Like it wasn't just like I had a mat down. I had my water bottle, my Stanley. And that thing is huge. I had my mat. I had my purse. I had all my weights out. I, I moved everything. And she didn't even say nothing about it. Did you wave and give her a kiss goodbye? No. And then as I'm wrapping up my workout, she's still in there stretching. And I and then she goes, you would probably love one of the bar classes since you're pregnant. It's so good. And I'm oh, like, she's trying to butter you up now. Felt a little bad. I think so. Oh, ew. I know. I was just so annoyed. I told my mom that story and my mom was like, I would have said no. I would have said, move your stuff until I'm done working out. I was like, mom, honestly, no, you wouldn't have. Because what you have to just move in that situation. Well, even if you said no, she's on top of your mat now. So it's like she's here to stay. She's here to stay. She's here to stretch. And I'm here to move, I guess. Yes. She wanted to give you a better vibe for that morning. And let me just say that kind of stuff happens to me frequently. Yeah, it kind of does. Where people just kind of are rude to me or like take advantage of me in weird ways where I I can't really do anything, but I'm just like, I feel like this doesn't really happen to people as much as it happens to me. They take advantage of like your sweetness and like you look kind of young. So they're like, oh, no, no, you're going to move. Yeah. And you oblige. So And I say, yes, (laughs) ma'am. I hesitated telling this next story because I don't know if what I did was right. Good. Tell it then. Okay. I'll let you know. I have a well, good moral compass. Well, my mom also let me know that I did not do the right thing in this situation. So thank you, Cece. I was eating at Chipotle. It was a <laughs> long day. Your stories this week are <laughs> killing me. <laughs> no, no. This, let me just say on my life update, I have demonic Chipotle guy. So just be prepared. Oh, gosh. That's the theme. Okay. So I get my Chipotle... My burrito bowl to go with the side kids chip. That's my pregnancy order. <laughs> side kid chip. And oh, come to think of it, I didn't get my side kids chip because the man at the counter said we don't give kids side chips to buy anymore. That's not true. You're kidding me. I'm not even joking. Ugh, people these days. Culver's would never. Culver's would say we don't normally, but for you, of course. Exactly. So I get my plate. It's a beautiful day outside. So I go outside with my tray. I'm ready to dig in. And I'm very aware of my surroundings because that's the way I was raised. I'm always looking around for any weirdos. (laughs) She just flipped her hair, everybody. Continue. And this guy is on a bike and he has a big backpack on. And I'm just observing. Mm -hmm. He looked a little out of sorts. I will just say that. I take my first bite and I hear him mutter something under his breath. And I said, he can't have just said what I thought he said. I continue with my second bite. He says it louder. And do you want to know what he's saying? Oh, gosh, what? (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) kill. He's saying, I'm going to kill. He's saying, I'm going to kill. Is he homeless? No. He's like a young guy with a big backpack on. And I'm like, okay, did Chipotle get his order wrong? And he's like just being kind of like 
facetious. Did he you miss know? out on his kid chip too? <laughs> was he pissed about his kid chip as well? <laughs> he was like, I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill. I was like, oh, heck no. Uh-uh. I grabbed my tray and then he goes, I'm going to kill everyone. <gasps> I swear. How do I make this up? Oh my God. He's like 10 feet away from me. And I said, I ain't dying today. I sprint with my tray of Chipotle. Sprint? Well, I quickly walk so he's not suspicious of my sudden movements. <laughs> I take, I'm so scared. You know the huge round silver tray Chipotle gives yeah, you yeah. when you're eating in the restaurant? I take the whole tray and I sprint to my car. And because John. Yes, of course. Keep going. And I'm just like is this guy really going to kill? Like, or, <laughs> or is this just a case of the crazies just, you know, yeah, yeah. he didn't think anyone was listening to him and he was really annoyed. So I went in my car and I drove away. With the tray. With the tray. <laughs> I was so scared. I get home. My mom's like, Kristen, you have to call the police when something like that happens. I'm like, mom, by the time I was in my car, he was already biking away. Like, he didn't kill anybody, obviously. Right. But I just am protecting my daughter in my belly. Right. And your Chipotle. And my Chipotle. Funny. What do you think I should have done in that situation? What I would have done the exact same thing. I just would, would have you, gotten out of there. You would just be like, I'm out of here. This guy is obviously yeah, whack. Yeah, obviously whacked now had he had a gun or something no, like no he didn't then maybe i would have called the cops once i was safe in my car but no i would have done the same thing okay ran for the hills i ran for the hills i was terrified and now i get to serve my thanksgiving turkey on my new chipotle tray really mm-hmm. good one <laughs> You kidding. can't buy those. I'm just kidding. I returned it because the Chipotle is right by our gym. And Did you right. actually return it? I actually returned it. Okay, there you, you go. You know, I don't want that shiz in my house. Yeah, exactly. Kristen, if if anyone cleans out their cupboards and closet more than Kristen, I would be shook because it happens multiple times a month and she's constantly out with the old and with the new. I have a whole chapter in my book dedicated to how to purge. And declutter uh-huh. and organize, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very important to me. It is. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought it back. And therefore, you did the correct moral thing. Mm-hmm. And you left in a good way. Okay. Because my mom made me feel really bad about that one. Yeah. As a mom, maybe yeah. I would feel differently. But I, I would have done the same. So. Okay, good. Yeah. I do have... <laughs> I Tell do, me you have another story, Chris. I don't have another story. <laughs> but I have two more icks to add to my <gasps> ick list. Oh, give them to us. Or should I save them for a whole new ick episode? Gosh, no. We need to know now. Okay. I hate and I get the <laughs> ick when people say veg. Like I'm going to veg back no, at the house? No, no, no. That's fine. Okay. It's when they say I'm adding veg to this dish. Nobody says that. Yes, they do. And it's mostly chefs on TikTok. They I'm say, adding a veg to this dish? Add a side of veg. I'm <gasps> adding this veg. Don't say veg. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it before. Please tell me you've heard it before. I've never heard it before. You've never heard someone say, make sure to add a side of veg. No, but I, I don't like it either. So I agree with you, but I, I've never heard there it. There was this guy reviewing the sandwich he was eating on TikTok, and he was like, there's tomato, veg, turkey. And I was like, 
I immediately pulled out my phone notes and I was like, I don't like when people say veg. Wow. And it's like, I think it's like a chef thing. Okay. Speaking of chefs, have you heard of Meredith Hayden Wishbone Kitchen on Instagram? Yes. She's the private chef for the Hamptons. Oh, yes, yes. Uh-huh. Like a day in the life of a private chef. I'm sure she says veg. I don't know if she does. I'm obsessed with her. She's mm-hmm. popping off. If you guys haven't um, checked her out, you need to follow her on Instagram. I actually think I do follow her on Instagram. Yeah, and she has really good like ideas for Thanksgiving and all this stuff, but she's one of my new favorite followers this year. So. Oh, thank you for adding that. Yeah, I just thought with one ick, let me add one positive. Yes. Okay. And yeah. I don't think Meredith would ever say that. Would you, Mayor? No. Honestly, I think she would. Really? Okay. Well, we'll see. I just think chefy type people do. Mm-hmm. Anyways. What's your other ick? Give it to us. My other ick is when people try to explain, <laughs> you know, this, you are who made me write this down last night. Oh, God. People who verbally explain memes, John. <laughs> You did this. Okay. I don't like it, and it needs to stop. Kristen was giving death eyes to me and my sister Emily last night because she wasn't aware of the meme we were talking about, so we explained it two or three times. She got more and more (laughs) evil as we explained it, and I'm like, excuse me, can I help you? She's like, y'all need to be quiet. I'm just like, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) I was like, if I have to hear the explanation... Here's the thing about memes. They just, it's either you've heard it and you know it and you think it's funny or. Or you don't. Or just don't ever talk to me about it. Okay, well that's on you. That's on you. Okay, it is. It's a personal (laughs) ick. And I told Emily, I said, look what I'm writing down on my podcast notes. And I wrote, I hate when people explain memes. (laughs) Or when people try to show me in person, especially a video that is a meme. Yeah. Not, no, 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 no. For you, if it's a funny video to somebody Mm -hmm. and they show you, 99% of you will hate it. Mm -hmm. Every once in a blue moon, that 1% will actually giggle. Mm -hmm. But when I first started getting to know Marcus and Kristen, you know, we'd be showing each other videos, whatever, whenever. Marcus loves that. Yeah. Marcus loves when people show him meme videos. Yeah. Marcus and I, every day almost, will send each other a funny video we Mm -hmm. saw. If I show something to Kristen, she looks demonic. Mm-hmm. Her, She gets a frown and she goes, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, you're wasting my time. I cannot be watching this video right now. Exactly. And I, j- it is a personal. It's a personal, but mm-hmm. you don't think much is funny online. Yeah. I don't think memes are funny because I'm not in y'all's generation. Y'all Shut are up, all Kristen. millennials. I'm in. What are you? I'm Gen Z. No, you are not. <laughs> yes, I am. Are you actually? I'm 1995. That is still millennial, technically. It's cusp, but I lean way more towards my <laughs> Gen Z kings and kings. <laughs> Sorry. Y'all all love your memes and your millennial jokes. Oh, and shut I just up. cannot really. <laughs> Those are all the kids in the 2000s that don't like no memes. Any kids born in the 90s, they're with me. Let's just say I am so much younger than all of you. Let's just get off of this topic because I'm bored <laughs> of hearing you talk about this ick. I would like surprise, people to surprise. chime in. And that was the meme. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and I'm sure none of you have ever seen it. Yeah, it, it, Christian, w- we were watching the the meme about the lady singing surprise. 
And Kristen's like, nah, I haven't seen that. <laughs> I don't partake in memes. And neither had Lexi. Neither had almost anyone there except Brittany. And so me, Emily, and Brittany were trying to show people, and the, everyone's like, ha Actually, everyone liked it except you. So Actually, yeah, that's true. So Everybody was laughing anyway. and like coming up with their own <laughs> ideas of how to use that meme. Anyways, let's get into the meat of this episode, as we love to say. The turkey meat. Mm-hmm. Happy Thanksgiving. Giving. Let's say it again. Okay. One, two, three. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. You're literally going to be listening to this episode the day before Thanksgiving or on Thanksgiving morning. And when we talked about this, we were like, how cozy is that? We get to like, while they're grocery shopping. We get to while be a part of their holiday season. Yeah. That's seriously special. Yeah. So thank you for listening today specifically. Yes. yes. I- and I just wanted to say, Kristen... <laughs> Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving Happy to you. Happy Thanksgiving, John. Thank you. I don't know whether the comments are going to go more in my favor or your favor in this one, but I'm excited to see. Yeah. Honestly, guys, if you don't like me in this episode, let me know. And if you don't like Kristen in this episode, let her know. We, we, it's fun. We love it. We love it. We love to know how we can improve. <laughs> but let's get into our Thanksgiving dinner must-haves. Like, if you were creating and curating your Thanksgiving dinner menu, what are some things that you are like, this could not be left out? This would not be Thanksgiving without this. I want to hear your list. Okay. Well, I'm not a huge turkey lover, but I found ways that I like to eat turkey. Mm -hmm. And one of those is Lexi's mom, who's Cuban, makes the most amazing bacon wrapped turkey and it's mm-hmm. super moist so you have to have turkey on thanksgiving even if you don't like it and mm-hmm. just smother it in gravy you know yeah, yeah. that sweet potato mashed potatoes um mac and cheese Wait, sweet potatoes as in sweet potato casserole way? okay and with the marshmallows i'm not for a marshmallow personally but you made it with marshmallow last night and i loved it but if i'm preparing it that's not how i grew up eating it so i don't do it that way okay fair enough i'm glad you prefaced that it's not how you grew up so that doesn't feel nostalgic to you. It doesn't. That's totally fine. Are you sure? I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you were about to come out my throat. My gosh. Just to let you know, they were delicious last night and I ate like a massive scoop. Oh yeah. I need to put that recipe in our show notes. Yeah. Because yeah, people yeah. must. Absolutely. I make an insane mac and cheese that everyone like goes ham for. Mm-hmm. And we also have a ham. I like having ham at Thanksgiving dinner. It's a lot of meat this episode. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like having ham because I prefer ham over turkey, mm-hmm. but I, I'll have both. Okay. Yeah. I think you need both. Honestly. I love stuffing. The half-baked harvest has the best stuffing recipe I've ever tasted. Really? Yeah. It's really good. Is that what you made last night? No. Last oh. night I just made a random stuffing thing quick. You okay, know. yeah, yeah. I couldn't take the time for Tegan. Um, well, let's just expose John while we're on the roll. What? He did commit to making the mashed potatoes and the mac and cheese for Friendsgiving. Gosh. Last minute, he says, I have too much work today. I'm not going to be able to make. I'm going to have to choose one. What did I say? I don't remember. I said, no pressure, John. Make whatever you feel. <laughs> I knew you weren't happy about it. This Wait, would be a test. Really? Oh, I thought like you no, were I, like. I, I said it like this. No pressure, three exclamation marks. Make whatever's easiest. Well, I do want to go back to, I never volunteered to make mac and cheese or mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, Kristen yeah. sent a list of what everyone's <laughs> making. I'm the only person that's making two big side dishes. Everyone else has like rolls <laughs> and drinks. And no, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> Emily had homemade rolls, which is, that is hard. Whatever. Yeah. 
you did get signed up for two big ticket items. Yeah, and and the day that we did Friendsgiving yesterday, mm-hmm. I had so much work, many meetings and photo shoots, and I was mm-hmm. trying to time it all out. So instead of mac and cheese, I just did mashed stuffing potatoes. and mashed potatoes because stuffing I could do way before. I mac was and shocked cheese, that you made the stuffing. I just felt bad that I couldn't do two. I knew you would because you're a two on the Enneagram. Thank you for letting us all know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, anyways, back to my menu. I mm-hmm. could go without the cranberry sauce personally. Can you? You. Know. <laughs> <laughs> he knows cranberry sauce is my specialty. And he goes, I could go without the cranberry sauce. Can you? You little. But I'm serious. I could go without it. But your cranberry sauce is good. Have I, have you ever even tried it? Yes. When we had LA Thanksgiving. Remember oh, we all oh. did Thanksgiving that one year? Oh my gosh. But if it's not your cranberry sauce, I'm not into it. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to pass on I that. I can't do the canned shiz. Well, that's normally what somebody brings, you know? I've never even tasted it, but I can't even imagine the horror. It's horror. I love a green bean casserole. Mm -hmm. And I would say that's like my menu. Mm -hmm. I love experimenting with like roasted veggies, salad, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But on the day of Thanksgiving, you really just want those standard Thanksgiving foods. Yes. So this year, which we'll get into, we're hosting Mm -hmm. 40 people at my parents' house. (gasps) I did not know that. Four zero. And I was talking to my mom. I said, nothing out of the ordinary, nothing special. We're over the meal. Let's Mm -hmm. do the standard and make it bomb yeah and that's Mm -hmm. what we're doing yeah so i'm not about trying new recipes out when you have 40 people coming Mm -hmm. but thanksgiving week doing fun meals that you want to try that's different yeah and what would you say for your main like if you you have to choose your top three desserts okay nacho mama's banana pudding by paula dean (gasps) controversial make it every year it's delicious it's Mm -hmm. my favorite with the chess cookies on top Mm mm-hmm and then I would say I love a fruit pie of some sort, and I love like a apple pie. pie. Okay, you have to choose. Triple. I would pick a triple berry pie, not your mama's banana pudding, okay. and a French silk chocolate pie. <gasps> Interesting. Those are my three like that I have every year. Two pies and a pudding. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see. Would you like to get into your nitty gritty <laughs> menu, Miss Ma'am? I would. Okay. My plate is going to look like this. Okay. Turkey, a big dark meat piece. Fatty? Not fatty. All right. Just dark. Okay. One slice of ham. Okay, so we're we're together on the one and one. Yes. Okay. The, a big scoop of mashed potatoes with gravy on top. I made those Next, last night. Wait, wait. How were they? One to ten? I loved the mashed potatoes. Oh, good, good. They were good. Um, the mashed potatoes next to the turkey with the gravy you know, just go right over the mashed potatoes and the turkey. Smother it. Smother it. Mm-hmm. My cranberry sauce is the perfect. Delicious. <laughs> must have. You have to do, I, I will link the recipe in the show notes, the one that I use. It's so good. It's like the perfect tartness and sweetness to balance out the entire plate. Okay. You kind of mix the cranberry sauce in a little bit with every single bite. It's rare and it's special i don't know about that that kind of gives me a little ick you can be icked but i'm telling you the truth (laughs) well just continue with your plate okay my my next is gonna be the green bean casserole with the crispy top Mm -hmm. with the crispy fried onions on top you know we got that yeah yeah yeah. um the sweet potato casserole with marshmallow it must have marshmallows okay on top 
And the one I made last night had the marshmallow top with also a pecan brown sugar streusel. So good. It was so good. It really was. Next, I'm also going to have the mac and cheese. Mm. I think mac and cheese hasn't always been traditional in my family. But now that now that we've like mixed families, you know, as a Loria, mm-hmm. you know, the mac and cheese wasn't a thing in my Thanksgiving, but now as a John's, yeah, it is. So the mac and cheese, homemade, some type of homemade bread. Mm-hmm. That's usually my, my things that I usually make every year are the homemade rolls, the sweet potato casserole, the cranberries. And what else am I making this year? Oh, I'm doing the green bean casserole this year. And you're doing some desserts too, no? Yes, I'm going to make the apple pie that I made for the 4th of July that I dropped on the ground. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lexi was like, can you make that? Are you too traumatized? I was like, I'll make it. Good. Yeah. My mom always makes spinach madeleine, which is so good. So good. It's like creamy, spinachy goodness. Do you do salad on Thanksgiving or no? Because you don't have any greens on your plate right now, besides the green bean casserole, of course. No, no, no. Salad on Thanksgiving feels a little bit heretic. I know. I agree. Okay. It's like I always want it when I'm thinking about the menu and then when it comes time to... It like feels like in your head you need it, but it's like no one wants it. Every time you hit the buffet, it's a quick pass. Exactly. So... So yeah, that's my Thanksgiving plate and I'm so excited. Tell me your three top desserts now. Okay. That you must have. I must have a pumpkin pie. Okay. I love pumpkin pie. You do? I love it. I didn't know that. It's like I I could not live without her on Thanksgiving. You scream for a pumpkin pie. I scream for a pumpkin pie. Okay. With homemade whipped cream though. Oh, of course. Because that's what really takes it over the top. Kristen made. Kristen made vibes. Vibes. What am I going to choose next? I'm going to have to agree on the banana pudding. Nacho Mamas. Nacho Mamas. I don't know actually which one. Lexi's sister Tiffany always makes the banana pudding. And I don't know which which recipe she uses. She uses... No, she uses the Paula Deen one. With the Chessman cookies? Yes. Okay, yes. It's the best. It's so good. What's my third? Hard to choose. Maybe I would say apple pie. Like, yeah, you need a fruit pie. Yeah. Like, I'm not... A la mode? A la mode, a la mode. I would say cookies are kind of a no-go on Thanksgiving, but you know what would be amazing is those thumbprint cookies that you make. Yes. Maybe those are more Christmas morning No, vibes. no, I make those every Thanksgiving morning now. <gasps> I'm going to make cookies. those Thanksgiving morning. Yeah, you have to. It's so cozy. That is really good. You know, this year, though, I think I'm going to bring back a nostalgic family tradition and make this thing that my grandmother makes, Mm -hmm. my Grammy Karen, my dad's mom. That's cute. Grammy Karen. Yeah. Grammy Karen. Yeah. Um, she makes this thing called 24 hour. What does she call it? It's like, she calls it like 24 hour fruit salad. It is so weird. It's like such an old timey type dessert, but it is so good. It's like marshmallow fluff, yes. pineapple, grapes. It's like a punch bowl cakey thing. Yes. 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 And I haven't had that in so long. So maybe I'll just bring it back just oh, for bring it back. Just girl. for tradition's sake. That's fun. Speaking of traditions, what's one of your favorite Thanksgiving traditions that you are doing with Marcus and James? You have one? I don't really have any Thanksgiving traditions except for that 
you know, family dinner. Yeah. And watch the Macy's Day Parade. Yes. Well, that's tradition. Yeah, that's a tradition. Oh, we usually all will go to Lexi's house and make monkey bread in the morning. And it's like cream cheese, pull apart monkey bread. That's a really fun tradition. Have coffee. All watch the Macy's Day Parade together. And the day before on Wednesday, you're all cooking all day and baking all day together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We spend the whole day before Thanksgiving cooking all day together. Y'all spend 48 hours solidly cooking and baking. Oh, the amount. uh, I told Lexi because we always do Thanksgiving together. I was like, Lexi. There was one year in LA that we hosted Thanksgiving and well, she hosted it, but I helped cook. But, um, we made like, I think we made 12 or 13 homemade desserts. Oh my gosh. It was so much food. I was like, we, we have to just stick to the basics. Was I there for that one? I think you were there. Yeah. I remember the dessert table. That's the day me and Lexi had both announced that we were pregnant to Marx's parents. That was that Thanksgiving. And we made like a hundred desserts. Yeah. That was a fun Thanksgiving too. Yeah, that was. Yeah. That was really fun. It's so funny because every year since we've been in Tennessee, Lexi's hosted Thanksgiving at her house. And every year I'm like, next year I'm going to host in my (laughs) new big house. And it's never ready. But maybe next year. Yeah, maybe next year. Fingers Lexi, crossed. Maybe next year I'll host Thanksgiving because our house is just too small to host all the people that come for Thanksgiving. But I was like, I'll do Friendsgiving this year because. And you did it well. And I, it was really fun. One of my favorite traditions is when we were younger, for whatever reason, us, my my dad's siblings and their kids, we all lived in the same neighborhood growing up and we would do Thanksgiving together. And the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, we would all go to Old Navy and buy new pajamas. And Cute. we would wear them to Thanksgiving dinner. Everyone would still do hair, makeup, whatever. But really, it's called Pajama Thanksgiving. So like it's fun. It's just a more <laughs> relaxing. You can eat and not feel like you're going to bust out of your pants or whatnot. You know? Yeah, yeah. So this year we're doing that again, which is so fun. So we'll all have new pajamas on for Thanksgiving dinner. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is one of my favorite mornings of the year. It's a must. And it, the dog show. It really just like br- like enters you into all the Christmas things. Yes. You know what I mean? It yes. starts off with the turkey and then it, it ends with Santa the door. Claus. Yeah. It opens the door yeah. for the holiday season. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, Joe told me I sing too much on the podcast. Really? Yeah, so I'm stopping. Wait, I feel like you only sing like once per episode. Well, that's a lot, apparently. <gasps> He always gives me some notes. He's like, hey, you sang too much. Don't do that. I'm like, thank you. Please tell me. <laughs> yeah, I need to know. Like, it's good to know. I don't take criticism well, honestly. True. But it is good to know the mm-hmm. things that you're doing that are annoying. Well, especially my brother. If he's like, hey, you're doing this. It's kind of annoying. I'm like, please tell me I want to know those things. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways. Anyways. Well, should we get into what are our tips for making hosting a little bit easier? And Mm -hmm. what are our tips for if you're not hosting this year, how to be the best guest you can be? Yes. I only wrote a few things down. What about you? Me too. Okay, great. You start. Okay. So I think we're all getting to the age that either we're hosting Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. or these things at our house, or we're either just like, we could even be hosting Friendsgiving or little gatherings. So I feel like there are some things that we need to know. As we become adults and we want to be homemakers and hosters. Hosters. Yeah, hosters. Thank you. Um, This is what, these are some of my tips from hosting over the years. Okay. 
get as much done and cooked and prepped days before. 100%. You do not want to be going to the grocery store the day of your hosting event. Yes. That is just so stressful. Especially if you have to buy veg. (gasps) If there is veg included, (laughs) do not be delayed. But also, along with this, is good time management, especially if you want to get cute and looking nice Mm -hmm. for your event. You need to be done and, and getting ready way before you think that you need to. Totally. Because I always wait till like, Okay, guests are coming in 15 minutes. I need to do my hair and makeup and pick an outfit. Mm -hmm. So even last night, I got ready in like the afternoon and then I just wasn't even stressed about it. I walked in. Kristen's in a polka dotted (laughs) dress, a pretty cardigan. Red lip. Red lip. Lighting her candles. Emily's already there. They're cooking together. I'm like, whoa. Oh, good. That gives me another idea. Have a cozy, close friend come early to help you because... I kind of feel like it's more stressful when you're just alone the whole day and you're like, okay, everybody's coming. Who knows who's coming first? Right. To have that other person there as kind of like, just like your comfort to be like, hey, can you grab this or do this? It's like a buffer. And if you're like, does this look good or should I do this here? It's nice to have somebody help you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So have a bestie come early. Just be like, hey, can you come an hour early? Just like help me set everything up. Love it. I feel like that helps a lot. Any special touches that you want to do You need to have those ordered weeks before your event. You actually have to like plan this out because I've become, I've had so many situations, I should say, where I wanted to do something. Why are you looking around like that? Sorry, no, I'm good. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I've had many occasions where I'm hosting and like I wanted to do a beautiful dinner scape with like name cards and stuff, but that's not going to happen if it's the day of and you're thinking of all these things to do. Correct. Yeah. So if you want to like order placemats and make sure you have enough dinnerware and stuff that needs to be done weeks before. This is also really good tips just for holiday parties and Christmas dinner. Same goes for it. So like prepping for Christmas, name cards, whatever it is, tablescapes. Mm -hmm. It's like now's the time that we should be thinking about it. Yes. So 100%. And then so your tips won't be gone in vain. Thank you. Of course. You can take these into every hosting season of your life. Clean as you go. Mm -hmm. That is just, I don't even think it needs to be said, but there is nothing more stressful than a ton of people coming over your house and your kitchen is like a bomb went off. No. And you've made five dishes and there's tons of dishes everywhere, flowers flying all over the place. You got to clean as you go say it with me clean Clean as as you you go go. i can't sing joe told me okay but you can okay thank you (laughs) those are my hosting tips so great do you you want me to get into my guest tips or do you want to share some of your hosting i'll just share i have three um this year because we have 40 people one of the most stressful things especially when i'm hosting is making sure everyone's sitting in a good place Mm. So I told my mom, I said, we need to make sure all the adults Mm -hmm. are at one table so that there's not one or two couples that get shafted to the kids table because everyone just kind of sat wherever they wanted. Yes. So I think it's important specifically if you have a big Thanksgiving dinner to do name cards because then you're like, you can place everyone where they would technically want to sit anyways, Mm. but then no one's in an awkward spot, Mm -hmm. especially if you have that one friend that doesn't know anyone or Mm -hmm. you want to make sure everyone's put them next to someone that you know is outgoing. Yeah. 
chat exactly. with them and include them. So place settings, name cards, big one. Um, have an oven schedule the day of. We have a massive oven schedule at my house. Wow, I've never thought about that. Because, well, we're also cooking every single thing. Also, you don't, because you're not hosting, Lexi has an oven schedule. She'll write it out the night before. Mm. So just to like visually see when everything's going to go in so that you make sure everything's hot by the time you're ready to have dinner. Well, it is always kind of like everything's trying to be shoved in the oven last minute to warm up. Exactly. So if you can kind of have everything planned out, that's another one. Even better, have three ovens. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. My parents have three ovens, actually. So. No, they do not. Yeah, they do. Well, they have a double oven upstairs, and in their basement, they have another oven. So it's oh, like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. It's really nice for holidays. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then last one have an activity. It's so fun after, either before or after, normally after, we'll do either flag football, we'll Mm -hmm. do a pickleball tournament, we'll do... Like have fun activities outside for people to do so not everyone's just like crammed up in the kitchen and living room. Exactly. So after dinner, before you have dessert and like everyone's just digesting food, hanging, go outside, do something fun. My mom always does a gingerbread house competition and everyone breaks up into like four or five teams. Oh, so she'll have like 10 gingerbread house kits? Yeah. But actually, she doesn't do a kit. She gives us cardboard, masking tape, and scissors. And so we can build any type of gingerbread house we want. And then what we do is frosting and graham crackers to build the the house. Okay. It's fun. And and everyone breaks up into teams of four or five. And the people who don't want to participate, they're on the board for judging. (gasps) Yeah, I so love that. it's fun, That's but really it's just cute. something fun to do with the kids as well yes. and kind of all mix. So I say have one activity if it's a competition, Corn if it's just frisbee, yeah. the egg toss. We love it all. It's just nice to have some form of entertainment. Yes. So those would be my three little tips. I love that. Thank you. I would also say to create a cozy atmosphere, have some music playing, candles burning, candles. hundreds of candles, thousands, millions, if not billions. Shiz, and a Marcus's frickin' And dad, who's a firefighter, does not love all the candles I have lit, but it must happen. I just say, I have to have candles. Yes. Okay. So here are some of my tips. If you're not hosting this year, here's how to be a great friend and a great guest. Love it. Here are some of my things. Okay. Always bring something. Great. Whether it's a bottle of wine, you can ask if they need extra paper plates or cups or cutlery. Mm-hmm anything it's just nice to bring especially when so because anytime someone's hosting a huge dinner just know it's a lot of work Mm -hmm. and they're they're spending a lot of time and money cooking and all this stuff so just to bring a little something something it doesn't have to be extravagant but it Mm -hmm. means a lot help clean or at least offer 100 percent. john is amazing at this (gasps) thank you yes john is always in the kitchen cleaning up Saying, Chris, what do you need me to do? He's the best guest. Really? Yes. Thank you. You know that. Last night you were cleaning up for like 30 minutes and I was just watching you. I was like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. You're (laughs) pregnant and you hosted. The host should never clean. And whoever cooks should never clean. That's my motto. But this is something that could be controversial because my mom as a host would never let a guest clean. Well, then I would say, sorry, I'm not going to let you do it on your own. Yeah. I'll come but alongside. I don't think anyone ever did that for my mom. Like my mom was like, no, no, you guys sit down, have coffee, have dessert. And she was slaving in the kitchen cooking and then she was cleaning everything. No, that's sad to me. So I think that's sad. So I always will accept help cleaning. Good. Marcus's dad is another example of someone who 
always helps clean. Mm-hmm. It's just like he knows he's probably not going to. Well, he does cook, but he probably knows he's not cooking the whole dinner. He, he will always do the dishes. Yeah. And Marcus always does the dishes as well. Yes. Marcus always does the dishes. So, yeah, I think that extending your hand saying, what can I do to help you to the host is always nice. Okay. And um, also, this is a new one for me. But I think that you should take your shoes off or at least ask the host, hey, do you want me to take my shoes off when you enter their house? It's a lot of foot traffic. Okay. And (laughs) I've just, I've learned a lot lately about how disgusting it is to wear shoes in your house. TikTok has ruined both Kristen and I. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think that's a nice gesture to be like, hey, do you want me to take my shoes off or? Yeah. Kristen's house is a no shoe house. As of a few months ago, mm-hmm. so is mine. It's if you're wearing shoes inside, take them off. I, but I, I hate telling people. I won't tell people. Really? No, no. You will not? If they ask, I'll say yes. If it's one of my really close friends, I'll be like, hey, do you mind taking your shoes off? But if I'm having guests, it's like, okay, I'll mop tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Yeah. I don't like being like, hey, do you mind taking your shoes off? It feels so bad. No, it's so bad. Especially if their shoes make their outfit. Mm-hmm. The thing is, my dad will not be taking off his shoes. Really? No. Why? It's just, it's not, it's like, my dad is like a very stylish guy. Yeah, he's a gentleman. Also, his feet are massive. He's (laughs) 6'4". Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm just like, dad, don't worry about taking your shoes off. (laughs) I feel like that's much more of a big ask for a big man to take his shoes off. And he's always wearing like nice shoes that are brand new. So, you know, I'm like, I know my dad ain't tracking in dirt and grime. But everybody else is. Yeah, you'll let it slide for Brian. Yes. Those are my guest tips. I love those. If you want to bring some flowers, that's also really nice. Okay, you're going to laugh because pretty much the same exact list that you have, I have. One thing different. Okay. Um arriving on time. That's the only difference that I have. Mm-hmm. And I think you could take a note of arriving on time, don't you think, Chris? I was going to say, I like when people come a little bit late. <gasps> really? Yes. Actually, that and is kind of true. I do not like when people get there 15 minutes early or 30 minutes early. Oh, uh, we know. No, no. I don't like it. Yeah, I know. But I think if if you're, this is when it, I'm hosting. It makes things feel more stressful. But if I have a schedule and mm-hmm. everything is prepped to go at a certain time, I want everyone to arrive on time. Okay, so say you're like Thanksgiving dinners at 7 mm-hmm. and people are showing up at 7.45. That's annoying because it's like, what Well, the exactly. Heck? No, 100%. Yeah, yeah. But... But when we're, when there's like an oven schedule and all that good stuff, it's like, Mm -hmm. you got to kind of be punctual. And if you're bringing a main dish and need to heat it, you need to be on time because we're doing that. Oh, hundred percent. That's what I mean. Mm -hmm. Um, Helping clean is the biggest Mm -hmm. tip I could give for being a good guest. Mm -hmm. It's like a few more hands just to load up the dishwasher and do some washing. Pick up the plastic cups, put them in the trash. There's something so cozy about cleaning up Thanksgiving dinner, talking to everyone about the holidays, Mm -hmm. having a glass of wine while Mm -hmm. you do it. It's just like the tree's on. It's like Mm -hmm. reminiscing about the day. It doesn't feel as much of a chore when a few people are doing it. It almost just feels like a bonding part of Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's how I feel. Mm -hmm. And then um, bring a hosting gift, which is what you kind of said. Um, I definitely think whoever's hosting, it's always nice to bring a candle, a nice bottle of wine, mm-hmm. or just like a gift card, a thank you. It's like mm-hmm. when I get that and I'm hosting, it means a lot to me. It's like, wow, that's really oh, yeah. nice. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. 
So bring a hosting gift. If you don't have one yet, you have time to pick one up. Tomorrow yep. is Thanksgiving. <gasps> Go now. Yes. Right after you listen to this. Yes, exactly. Okay, guys. Well, I think that wraps our Thanksgiving episode. I hope you had some giggles. I hope you learned some tips. I'm feeling all warm inside because tomorrow is Thanksgiving morning. <gasps> oh, my god! Like just that feeling. It's yes. like, wow. Yes. We're entering into the best time of the year. Yeah. We want to wish you guys the happiest Thanksgiving. Enjoy time with friends and family. Make the best dish you've ever made. Be the best host. Be the best guest. Mm -hmm. Help clean up. Mm -hmm. And we'll be doing the same thing. We'll be doing the same thing. We'll be John. We should both post what we make on Thanksgiving on the podcast story. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Okay. Be like, here's how this turned out. Here's how this turned out. I love it. Yeah. With links to the recipe. Yeah, so Kristen will be with her family in Franklin, and I'll Mm -hmm. be with my family in North Carolina. So Mm -hmm. we'll both be posting. We'll both be posting. And you guys send us what you make, too. Yeah. That'll be really fun. For sure. For sure. Make sure to follow our Instagram at that's the point dot pod. If you want to watch our unedited video episodes, that's up on Patreon every week. We also do recipes, book club, lots of fun things happening on Patreon. We also made a TikTok. You can follow us. What's our TikTok handle? It's again? that's the point underscore pod. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And we love you. We love you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Bye. Bye.